Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. You know, I am so thrilled to introduce all of you to my friend and colleague, Nancy Landrum. And the reason I'm excited about it is, you know, you've heard me sort of talk about in the previous weeks, these days, these times, and what we're in the middle of. And it is, is daunting to really look at our own behavior and see what shows up and what doesn't show up. And, you know, someone told me a long time ago that, you know, the best and the worst of us shows up at times that we're under the most stress. But what's the difference between how we shift from one place to the other? You know, how is it we go from, how do we go from that to put in a smile on our face, even if it's the same old person we've been in relationship with that still doesn't like to take the dishes and put them with it. I mean, all of those things. And today I'm bringing you somebody that is an expert in this field. You know, when I think about Nancy and I think about her life, this is about relationship rehab. This is about the relationship rehab show. This is about what it means to be recovering happiness in your love. And that is important to say that, recovering happiness in your love. What does that mean? What does that say to all of us? Well, what it says to me is you have it within you. And so today you're going to hear from someone that from early, early years, you know, was somebody that was so about loving relationships and loving marriages you know, has written multiple books about them, has worked with people 24-7, you know, to make sure we understand that dreams, even though they seem far away, even impossible can be fulfilled. And you're going to hear about that from her. But as you look in all the exhaustive books that are out there, the seminars, the pastors, the counselors, everybody you've ever been to on any sort of level of things, it's difficult to know that they get you. But you're going to hear from someone that has figured this out at so many levels and now works with people all over the world. And here's what I want to say today as we get started, because today's episode is this, is disrespect killing your love, is disrespect, and I want to just change it up a little bit, is disrespect killing your love, is disrespect killing your friendship is disrespect killing the relationships you have at work is disrespect killing fill in the blanks nancy it's great to have you thank you so much i'm so glad to be here with you you're talking about like you're talking my language here 
And, you know, this is one of these words, and let's start off with the word respect. Um, I shared this with you a while ago. In my research, I was able to ask people what it was they felt that they were obligated to receive. Not just, not just like, what do you think you should expect? I mean, obligated, like, man, I, like you promised me. 98.9% of everyone asked in four different studies I did picked respect. I love that. I love it. It's at the top of your list. Tell us why. Well, um, I, at a very young age, decided I was going to have a more loving marriage than it looked like my parents had. My first husband unexpectedly died at a very young age, and I was a single mom for a while. But then I met Jim Landrum. He was also widowed. Between us, we had five children, and we were blissfully in love. We were older. We thought we could handle anything but we were blindsided by the very unique challenges of stepfamily life. What started out to be a very small issue, gradually over a few years, grew until it was dominating our relationship. We had no trouble treating each other nicely and with respect when we were in agreement, but when we disagreed, our communication skills just kind of disintegrated. Uh, we were fighting all the time. It was, we were hurting each other. We wanted to stop. We wanted to treat each other well, but we didn't know how. And we diligently looked. We went to workshops. We went to therapists. We saw pastors. We read books, but we couldn't seem to get the answer to our question, how do I treat this man with respect when I'm so mad at him? I wish he'd die in his sleep, you know? Um, we finally found a coach that began to teach us some very simple communication methods that um, are so simple, a two-year-old can learn them. Right. But they're very hard to practice when your whole adult life has been spent using other methods of communication. Very disrespectful methods. My favorite was a sarcastic put-down. I was yeah. really good at putting Jim down with sarcasm. Um, he was really good at the finger pointing you accusations. You did this, you did that. And each of us reacted in a very typical way with defensiveness and counterattack and arguments would escalate. And, um, and we were sick of hurting each other. We didn't want to, but it got to the point where when we, you know, I didn't know this until later, but I said to my coach, I don't respect her, him anymore. And if I, or I don't love him anymore, I'm sorry, back up. I don't respect him anymore. And if I don't respect him, I don't know how much longer I can love him. And I didn't find out until later when Jim and I compared notes that he, <clears throat> he was telling her at the same time, I don't love her anymore. Well, we didn't realize at that time that our disrespectful behaviors toward each other had came, came very close to killing our love. Yeah. I want to ask you a question because this is all part of this. And I'm so glad you're taking this on because I, I found myself with a question. And 
I want to ask, I want to say the question and I would love for you to comment on it. The question that I said to myself and then out loud was this. When did you stop liking me? Now, that's an interesting question. That is not my nature to ask that question. What's underneath that question? Does that question help anything? No, I don't think it does. But it's a sense that we get in relationships and how many times have you heard this? I love you, but I don't like you. How does, what is the dance between like and love? Because you're helping people restore love. Yes. What do you think the rabbit hole is that we go down with that one? Well, back to your question. I think it's very normal to not like someone who's treating us disrespectfully. Mm. And we can love someone unconditionally, but not like them because of the way they're being, were being treated. So as soon, I've had many couples uh, in the coaching process say, we're back, we like each other again. And it's not very far from that to move on to, okay, we're back in love again. But it's only as they learn and are willing to practice respectful methods of communicating their needs, their feelings, what they desire, what their concerns are. If they can communicate that in a respectful way, then it's possible for their partner to hear them. Yeah. Uh, Jim would say to me, you know, the more you yell at me, the less I can hear you. And I thought, you know, it took me about a year to realize he was telling me a very important truth that um, when I said things sarcastically or when I yelled at him, it wasn't possible for him to hear what I needed to say. I just thought he was dense for not hearing. <laughs> But it didn't occur to me until later that it was my method of delivery that was preventing him from hearing or understanding me with any empathy. And so this is really part of what we're talking about today as well, because, you know, people are going to be able to go to your website. You have provided people with a lot of tools, like the free downloads about the common methods of communicating that don't work. Um, you know, let's talk about this in kind of the way you started out. I come from a, what do you call it? I think now we use words like blended family. Basically, my dad remarried. He brought me and my sister, married my mom, my stepmom. She had two kids. Then they had my brother. And they were so different. You know, my dad was, I think he was like 25 years older than my mom at the time. And they were very different. And, you know, and the question then comes up when you bring two families like that together. And I know this is some of the work you do because there's so many now families like that. Back when my dad married, there wasn't like a whole lot of them, but there is now. We don't even begin to address the communication aspect. And so I want to talk with you about some of the things that you've heard from your clients. Now you shared your story, the sarcasm thing, it, it shows up in a lot of ways, Nancy, doesn't it? Because some people may be listening and saying, nah, I don't do that. It's just whenever Tom says something, I just think Tom's ridiculous. So I have to jump in and say something like, yeah, Tom always has an idea like that. I mean, 
even though it's not as sarcastic as a real cutting thing, how do you balance sarcasm and put downs? Because put downs are a little less easy to pick up. They come in sometimes real subtle. You know what I mean? The, um, the free download that's on my website has one of the pages has 42 different ways, common ways that we try to communicate our feelings and needs. And every single one of them damages the relationship every time it's used. And it doesn't really matter if you're in a step families. There are now more step families than nuclear families. <laughs> and step families have considerably more stress than nuclear families. But it doesn't really matter the source of the conflict. It's just if you are in conflict and you use these disrespectful methods to try to communicate, it's going to damage the relationship and make it much harder to find a resolution. I love this. We're going to take a short break, Nancy. When we come back, we're going to give you Nancy's website so you can go in, not just download. Let me tell you about what you're going to find when you go there. You're going to find a ton of resources. But the other thing is Nancy works with others. This is what she does. And whether it's how to stay married and love it, whether you're newly married and you don't know what that's like, whether you're really suffering from the stress of the world outside, there are solutions. And you're going to get it from somebody that knows what that road is like and is so sought after right now. This is for you all. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll make sure you have access to everything. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death from debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind. Anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit beyondproof.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you a feminine entrepreneur and you're tired of being stuck in the making just enough money trap? I hear you. I'm Julie Steelman and I just released a brand new masterclass about how to unlock the three secrets to creating a financial breakthrough in your business. Come on over to calledbyfreedom.com. I'm going to walk you through the three things you need to do to create that financial breakthrough you've been craving. Come on over to calledbyfreedom.com. Are you ready to become an unstoppable force of love in the world? 
Then don't miss the creative empowerment show, Invoking Radical Love, with Rachel Chase live every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Rachel shares tools, stories, and meditations to spark the flame of profound wisdom within you. If you want to awaken your superpowers and activate your heart, visit rachelchase.com. It's time to shake out your money-making truth on soul wisdom abundance with Jennifer Bloom, creating wealth from spiritual health on transformationtalkradio.com. This hit show is more than your roadmap to success. It's your compass to abundance through joy and ease. Jennifer Bloom teaches you about the soul's relationship to money and wealth and how improving that relationship serves both you and the world. Learn more at jenniferbloom.com. Welcome back, everybody. I'm really excited about this today. I have had the honor and pleasure of working with Nancy Landrum now for uh, some weeks and setting this show up for you. And what I've noticed about since she and I first started to talk, I've noticed, oh my gosh, something has changed. And what has changed is the power of her message and the work that she does. Um, I think I got a little echo here, David. Uh, and so one of the things that, uh, and that's me now telling our producers, I think I'm echoing or maybe I'm talking to myself, who knows, maybe we need to echo the message today, I don't know. But today we're talking about is disrespect killing your love? Nancy Landrum, but before we get into it, before we talk about what some of these things are that don't work and what the solution is, I want to make sure all of you know how to find out more about her, how to schedule time with her. And if you're thinking, well, you know, it's not really that, it's my workplace. Well, it's not really that, it's my friendship. It doesn't matter, any or all of it. She is a master. And so let's find out how to do that. Nancy, what's the best way for people to find out more about you? Go to my website, nancylandrum.com, and go to the page where it says Contact Nancy, and just fill out the form. It sends an email to me. And I'll reply to the email and we'll start a conversation and see what you need and make sure that my gifts match what you need. And then we can set up an appointment and get started. Okay, I love it. And this, you know, we're talking about something today, but this is not the only thing you do. You know, you help people build relationships, period. Well, my, the main focus of my attention has always been marriages. I have a passion for helping couples to avoid the pain that Jim and I went through or to recover, rehab their marriage if they are in a lot of pain. But I've also coached uh, business partners that were, had a gigantic breakup and wanted to resolve it. I've coached, I'm currently coaching a mom and her daughter that wanted to improve the quality of their relationship. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what the relationship is. If you don't know how to treat each other with respect, then you end up in conflict and killing the relationship. You know, killing the relationship is not an understatement. I want to go right to that as we talk about it. You know, we're talking today about respectful communication and conflict management, how, how important it is to restore our love. And I want to talk with you about respect for a minute, because one of the things we're going to jump into here throughout the show is talking about, you know, these fights we have, right? 
the fights that you may have with your current partner, the fights may that you may have with your future fights, right? Some of them are really fights. They're like shouting mad, whatever they are. Some of them are not quite like that, but it doesn't mean there's not a conflict. Can you talk about this and talk about the powerful skills that you're giving us to address, whether it's an out and out fight or if it's more of a uh, conflict fight? <laughs> well, there are several there are several things that cause disconnection. Uh, the disconnecting of the safe relationship. And one of them is out and out fights or being disrespectful. Another is being afraid of fighting. And so you avoid it until finally the relationship is in such bad shape that one of you decides to leave. It's quite common for an aggressive fighter to pair up with someone who avoids conflict. Jim was an avoider. I pursued, you know, our our problems because I wanted them resolved. He just wanted them to go away. Well, they didn't go away. They only got worse. So as our coach was teaching us how to speak to each other respectfully, she didn't try to resolve the issue to begin with. She gave us good tools for speaking respectfully. The first time we sat down in our bedroom to talk about our hot issue using the skills that she gave us, it was a lot like trying to speak in a foreign language because they were words and sentences that were unfamiliar to us. It was very laborious. It felt kind of mechanical, but she encouraged me to say, when you do this, I feel disrespected. Uh, this conflict, I'm heartbroken over it, rather than pointing my finger and saying, you're the one that needs to change. This is your fault. I call blame relationship cancer. It eats away at a relationship, but doesn't solve anything. Each person needs to assume responsibility for their own behavior, no matter what the other person is doing. So we made it through 45 minutes without our conversation blowing up into a fight, which was the first time we'd been able to talk about it without it escalating into a fight. We were exhausted and we agreed to stop for that day. We would pick it up the next day. Jim stood up and held his arms open to me. I stepped into his arms. He said, that felt so respectful. Let's do our best to always treat each other with respect. That became our benchmark. That was our goal. The first goal was to always treat each other with respect. We did something else that, that enabled that to happen I gave Jim permission whenever he heard a comment coming out of me that sounded sarcastic to him, he could ask me for a redo. And he would say, Nancy, would you please say that without the sarcasm? So he would ask very respectfully. And inside I was saying, I don't want a redo. I don't like being corrected by you. But I would say to myself, well, if you say it the way you're about to say it, you're going to have to apologize. Do you want to apologize? No, I hate apologizing. And do you want Jim to treat you with more respect? Yes, absolutely. Then you must respond more respectfully to him. So I would rephrase it in the language that our coach gave us, which is called I language. 
speaking, I think, I feel, I'm concerned about what I really want is, they're all I messages. Yeah. So Jim also agreed to let me ask him for a redo if he did his favorite finger pointing you accusations. And um, for the next five weeks or so, we were constantly asking for redos as we learned how to stay behind the line in the area of respect versus disrespect. I teach my couples that there's a line down the middle of every relationship. I don't care what relationship it is. Every relationship has a line down the middle. On one side of the line are all the respectful ways of speaking and listening and conversing. On the other side are all the disrespectful ways of speaking. Facial expressions, body language, tone of voice, volume. The more time you spend on the respectful side of the line, the more you're gonna like each other, the more easily you will find solutions to whatever issues come up between you. But the more time you spend on the disrespectful side of the line, the more impossible it is to like being there. The first few weeks, my perception was that I was doing this hard work of learning how to speak respectfully just to keep Jim from getting his feelings hurt and to keep him happier. But what I realized after a few weeks was that I was feeling more self-respect when I treated him with respect. And then it became a, it became a goal that was for myself, not just for the relationship. That was like 40 years ago. Yeah. To my knowledge, you know, you'll have to ask my family and friends, but to my knowledge, I haven't treated anyone disrespectfully since then because it became something I wanted to do to increase my own self-respect. And of course, it led to our, you know, once we learned how to speak and listen respectfully, we were able to work out a solution to our big issue and we went on to have 17 more happy years together without ever fighting again. Wow. We never had another harsh word between us because wow. our commitment was so firm that we will always treat each other with respect. I mean, we've, a, we've got a lot to talk about with this. And I think what you're doing, Nancy, is, you know, this is one of these items that many people don't even know where to begin. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what does this really look like? You know, what are some of the issues that dominate our relationships? And what happens when adult bodies, you know, act pretty much like two-year-olds? What happens when you go to that moment? We're going to talk about that as well as what are some of the things that you can say that will cut off all the communication and what do you do? not to say them. For those of you out there, uh, I'm going to make sure you have plenty of information about Nancy as well as how to stay married and love it, solving the puzzle of a soulmate marriage. And that is one of her books. And then we're going to talk about the Millionaire Marriage Club and a bunch of other things. But when we come back, what do you do if you're practicing and what? The other person's not? For real? Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Raising the vibrations through stimulating conversations while exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria. 
on Tales from the Mer World Radio with me, Amira Beth. Join us every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be ready to feel empowered and an active part of the changing earth. For more information about me, visit Amerabeth.com. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Tune in to the show Heart Change Consciousness with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm just warming up with Nancy. Uh, you guys, I, so David, you're recording all the breaks, right? What? I think David's recording all the breaks, right, David? Are you doing that? If you want me to. You, you got him on Zoom or something, don't I you? I do got him, actually, yeah. Yeah, boy. All right, it's good stuff. We're going to do the, what do you call it when Oprah does the after Oprah? We're going to do the after Nancy here because you got to hear some of the things we're talking about. So look. I want you all to make sure this is the person you want to get a hold of. I got a hold of her and I'm going to continue to get a hold of her because I need some help. <laughs> and why would we need some help? I want you to go to Nancy Landrum, L-A-N-D-R-U-M.com. When you get there, you're going to find about Nancy. You're going to see her videos. Uh, also, if you scroll down the page, you're going to be like, get your free download with all the don'ts. And we're going to talk about a couple of those don'ts today because we can't get to them all. And so we're going to give you some real live examples of this. But the other thing I want to talk about is Nancy, how do people work with you? How do you how did they get your books? Give us all the stuff. 
The books are all available on Amazon.com or you can order them from my website. Uh, as far as getting in touch with me, just go to the website and go to the page that says, uh, I think it says connect with Nancy or something like that. You fill out the form, it sends an automatic email to me, I contact you. You might be interested in knowing that the first appointment with me is always complimentary because you need to see if you're comfortable working with me. I need to make sure that my skills match what you need. And then after that complimentary appointment, if we decide to work with, with each other, we work out the details. Okay, so I got to tell you what I've done. Um, I went in and you're, you're just what you've done in offering some of these free downloads. So I went in and I looked at what you're downloading. And I, I, I mean, I know I've been working with you, but I haven't quite seen it on your website like this. So one of the things I want to tell people is when you go to Nancy's website and you look and you're taking a look at the books, perhaps she's done scroll down because she's like giving you free sample chapters, but I mean, really scroll down because for the first time I'm looking at this in a way that makes sense. Everything from stepping together, building a strong, a strong step family. Then there's season the pot, love this. It uncovers the powerful role of unconscious beliefs in determining relationships we attract and quality. I hope we do a show on this because I'm telling you, I got the attractor factor like, like uh, Mr. Fire talks about, but not in a good way. And then there's communication elixirs. You get a free download there. How to replace common miscommunication method. These are all her books. This, these are, this is what this one woman has created. And I'm telling you, she could not have predicted in the day and age we're living in right now. If there was ever a time we needed to learn stuff, it's now. Then there's this pungent boundaries book. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. She uses the R word, resentment. Oh my goodness. And then a little fun. And this is fun. I don't know if we're gonna do this. I hope, Nancy, we can do one of your marriage skits for laughter and learning. Because yeah. even though we're talking about some serious stuff today together, I can only imagine what it's like to be you and what you've seen. So thank you for all of that. Um, look, I want to talk about respectful skills. Now, I gave an example during the break, but it was just one example. You know, but can we talk about this thing where maybe one person, and I'm going to say attempts because this is, this is a journey. Well, let's say one person attempts to use the skill, but the other person is like, you know what? Never do anything right. It's always about me. And believe me, I've been on both sides of that. Even if I haven't said it, I've been on both sides of that, especially some of the relationships. Can you help us navigate through those type situations, please? That was one of Jim's favorite responses whenever I tried to bring <laughs> up something. And we called it the poor me response. I can't do anything right. You always pick on me. Uh, no matter what I do, it's not good enough those kind of responses. And I, I used to stop what I, you know, I brought to him, respectfully brought to him an issue I wanted to talk about so that we could resolve it. And that would be his response. And I would drop my issue and try to pick him up, say, I do appreciate you. Remember yeah. all the time, 
you know, I'd try to prop him up so that he would be strong enough then to talk about the issue. It didn't work. And finally, I said to Jim, you know, you you re react in a way that takes the focus off the issue and onto you, and that doesn't help us resolve the issue. It's like you don't want to ever hear about anything that might need attention from me. You want to pretend that everything is always 100% wonderful and to deflect the conversation, you make it about you. <laughs> and, and it doesn't work. And when he, I confronted him with that, he, bless his heart, I have to give him credit, he never did that again. And you know, that is what we're talking about here today too, is, and I, I didn't do this before, but Benny, I, I wanna do it. For those of you on Facebook or listening to the show, this is where you get to ask Nancy a question. I mean, these are real things we're talking about. These are up close and personal for us. 1-800-930-2819. And of course, David will be watching on Facebook, uh, facebook.com transformation talk radio. But you can call in if you have a situation with your boss, with your loved one, with your marriage, whatever that is, give us a call and get some help now. We're getting ready to roll into the holidays, and this is where respect gets battered by so many things. 1-800-930-2819. Look, can we talk about some of the don'ts on your list? I know people can download them for free. Can you just give us a sneak, sneak peek about some of them? It's interesting that many couples that take the quiz that's the free download tell me they didn't even know that those things were disrespectful, like interrupting or talking over someone or giving advice when it hasn't been asked for. That's one of the big ones. Uh, we like to give advice to each other, but if your friend or your partner hasn't requested it, what you're communicating is, I'm smarter than you, I can figure this out and you can't, you need my help. It's very disrespectful. If you've got advice to give, then ask, you know, are you open to an, a suggestion? And if they're open, great. If they're not, then keep your mouth shut. Uh, I'd really like to get into what do, what do you do when you get triggered and your anger is so great that you can't be respectful? Thank you. That is when the two-year-old inside the one that lives back here in our what you know we affectionately call the lizard brain when you get triggered and your anger is is exploding and you know that you're about to say or do something disrespectful then it's time to practice some good anger management skills jim and i were taught to stop and get away from each other so if i was the angry one i would ask for a timeout and I would go write in my journal and I'd let that two-year-old inside write down every nasty thing she wanted to say to him. But I'd write it into the journal rather than attacking him with it. And then when I finally calmed down, when the toxic energy of anger had drained out of my body, then I could go back and pick up the conversation with respect. 
Jim didn't like writing in a journal, so he bought a little micro cassette recorder, which everybody has on their cell phone now. And when he was too angry to be respectful, he would drive to a nearby park. He would park in a corner where no one could hear him, and he'd start the recorder and begin telling me off. He just let her rip. He'd say everything that he wanted to say to me, and furthermore, and then he'd rewind and listen to it again. And he said, finally, it would start to sound funny to him because the anger had drained out of him into the tape recorder. And then he was ready to come home and talk about whatever the issue was, but maintain respect. So we definitely needed good anger management skills. At the same time, we needed to learn how to speak respectfully to each other, how to listen. Uh, what, Dr. Piat, what do you think most people are doing when they act like they're listening? They're not. What are they doing? They're waiting they're, to talk. They're formulating the rebuttal. Yeah. Is, it, is that the same as like, you're not really listening, you're just waiting to talk? Yes. Yeah. Boy, how do we catch that? Because we know we're doing it kind of, don't we? Don't you think we know? But if we knew what it looked like or felt like, maybe we would hit the pause button, you think? My personal belief is that after food and water and air and shelter, our number one emotional need is to, for someone to really get us to hear and understand where we're coming from. And we have the awesome, powerful ability to give each other that, uh, that comforting, connecting moment if we're willing to listen for the purpose of understanding the other person not just listening until we get our chance to have our say so that one of the uh, skills i teach couples is how to listen for the purpose of understanding your partner and often when both partners are speaking with respect and listening for the purpose of understanding the level of their communication deepens and finally their hearts are softened toward each other. They're feeling empathy for each other's position. Yeah. And in that spot, they can work out solutions to whatever the conflict is. You know, Nancy, I mean, this is so important because we are faced now and let me jump over to this for a minute. We are faced now in every day of our life with the level of stress that none of us could see coming. And, and I just wanna talk about in America and United States for a moment, I'm sure it's different other places, but there are points and I, to, go to, your, to your, go to your comment about triggers, there are points now where what we see, or at least what I see in the, in the, in the ladies I work with is that on the surface, you're not hearing it, but inside it's like a ticking time bomb. Yes. Right. It's like that. I don't know what we call it. Remember during the break, we, I said to you, look, there is there is the reaction like when you throw the frog into hot water, boom, it jumps out. It, that's a reaction. That's a response. That's what happens when somebody attacks you. You're like flight or fight or flight. Right. But if you if you put the frog in, in cold water and trust me, folks, I don't do this to frogs, but it's an analogy. If you put them in cold water and you slowly turn up the heat, there's a point by which 
you may or may not realize that you are carrying the heat of many of these comments, of many of these feelings, of many of these emotions. How can we help folks right now? I'm telling you, they're carrying things. We all are. Some are numbing themselves. Alcohol sales online is was over 600%. I mean, there's so many things. But how can we detect that we're in that water and somebody is slowly, primarily us, turning that heat up right there? I think it has, uh, there, I have a client right now whose husband has been very aggressive and very kind of brash and sometimes obnoxious in the way he communicates. And she has spent 25 years acting as his cushion, you know, standing between him and their family, standing between him and their company employees. And she's taken it and taken it and taken it until finally she's disillusioned with the marriage and wanted out. And they ended up in my office, thank God. And now they're learning, she's learning how to speak up and say, this doesn't feel good, where she has been silent in the past. The stress that you're talking about that's coming from the outside and adding to whatever stress there is in your home or in your job, I think we just need to be more, learn how to be more self-aware. And that has been a lifelong journey for me. I haven't been really good at um, noticing when I'm stressed. Now I notice when I tend to overeat or I notice when I'm feeling just slightly depressed or I notice when I, all I want is for my clients to leave me alone so I can go garden. <laughs> you know, those are signals that I've learned to pick up on that tell me I need a break. I need a, a way to uh, relieve the stress. I recently began getting a massage regularly, which has been a huge help to me. Uh, I have two or three friends that are able to, if I tell them, I just need to download for the next five or 10 minutes, can you listen? And they're good friends and they understand the process, they're able to listen. I think journaling is a wonderful way to download emotions that, um, that may be building up inside. Our bodies are not designed to carry that load of stress for very long. It, our bodies, our health breaks down when we hang on to things that are heavy and burdensome and we don't know how to get the energy of them out of our bodies. Venting, I, you know, my son, he's going to hate me for saying this on, online, but my son is um, a, a police officer and he called the other day, he recently took a new job as a sergeant and he spent, I think about 30 minutes telling me about all the problems in this new office that he's being faced with, that he's expected to, to resolve because he's on, you know, he's kind of in it, it's a new position for him. So he's being evaluated. And at the end, I said, I needed to leave because I had an appointment, but I said, you know, I'm really, really happy to just listen whenever you need to vent. I don't have any advice. I don't know what to tell you. 
and he wouldn't be open to my advice anyway, frankly. <laughs> but, but he said, thank you, mom. I guess I just needed to vent. So let me tell you what I call that. Probably he's not going to be a, a, a Nancy, but, you know, Linda and I have been friends for a really long time. And so one of the things is that I would have to call her because I got to tell you, my best friend is a triple Virgo and I'm telling you, she can fix whatever you need fixed. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> She's the glue on our team. She's the one that you'll talk to and she'll say, hey, Nancy, can you talk to Pat? Right. I mean, you've talked to Linda, you know her, right? Yes. We're yes. really different and all of us and especially Nancy, especially Linda, Jessica and me. We're very different, all of us unique in our own ways. Um, I have literally had performance reviews that have said this, this girl's from another planet. I mean, literal executive performance reviews. She is from another planet. She's got great ideas, man. She gets stuff done, but I'm telling you, she's from another planet. We think sometimes a little alien baby has taken over her life. But here's the thing that, that I think is so fascinating about all of this is sometimes people think things like filling in the sentence and finishing somebody's sentence is like a thing, right? You know that one? Like if yeah. I say, hey, Nancy, do you think you wanna, and you say, oh, an apple. I don't know, I'm making that up. That is a little tricky part of it. But the other thing I've learned with Linda is we created what we call R&R. &R. It's called ranting and raving. Yes. And so if we call each other, that we have to say, this is not for you to fix. There's nothing for you. And that is the most ridiculous thing to say to somebody because if you really care for somebody and they're ranting and raving over like a thing, it is hard not to become emotionally attached. How do you do that? Jim loved it. He was a fixer. <laughs> he fixed, you know, he loved to fix. And he, he told me that most men think their job is to make their wife happy. So if their wife yeah. is complaining, they want to fix it. And he loved it when I finally learned to yeah. say, I'm not open to a fix right now. I just need yeah. you to listen. All right, yeah. let's do this. We do have a caller. I want to pop that in. And I'm so sorry for waiting so long on this with the thing. I'm so sorry, Benny. I didn't see it. Um, who do we have, Ben? Well, unfortunately, Carrie decided to move on. So if she wants to call us back. Hey, Carrie, don't worry about it if you want to call us back. But the other thing also, please know that we'll be back and you can contact directly. I'm so sorry for missing that. I was so engaged in this. Please call us back, Carrie from Carrie from California. Um, there's so many things you cover. You have seen it all. You have <laughs> probably worked with it all. You've probably lived it all. Um, but boy, isn't it magic when two people commit to respecting and loving each other. Isn't that the magic? We thought it was magical. You know, that was the level of relationship happiness that we thought we were signing up for when we got married. And that was what we worked so hard. It took us about seven years of pain and then about a year of hard work to get back to that level, that high level of happiness in our relationship where there was a constant flow of loving back and forth between Jim and I that was never interrupted because we were 100% committed to treating each other with respect 24-7. It is magical, and it's wonderful to have a friend who 
understands when you need to rant and rave and is willing to just listen with empathy without interrupting you with solutions. Um, we, one time we were on our, driving on our way home and I was telling Jim about a particular issue I had in some relationship and he was doing a great job of listening. We pulled into the driveway and he parked and he didn't try to get out of the car because I wasn't finished talking. He waited until I finished what I was saying. And when I was finished, he said, are you open to an idea? And I said, not right now. And he said, okay, because I, I wasn't at that time. Yeah. I didn't want to hear a solution. Yeah. But the next day I went back to him and I said, okay, I'm ready to hear your idea. But it was so respectful of him to not force his fix on me. I wasn't ready to hear it. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about more of this as time goes on. And so, look, this is part of a long list of things, especially when you're ready to talk to somebody and you're talking with them and they move on and walk away and say they check their phone or they move on and say, wait, I just needed to do that. We just don't understand the impact of things like this. And we keep using the fast paced world as an excuse. Nancy, I want to ask you, thank you for today. I'd love to know your personal message and please give everybody the website. Thank you so much. And you will be back. Nancy will be back. Definitely. So let's have folks get your website and how to schedule time with you. Oh, uh, okay. Nancy, N-A-N-C-Y, Nancy Landrum, L-A-N-D-R-U-M.com. Go to my website. There's a page on the far right at the top menu bar that says contact Nancy. Fill out the contact form. It comes automatically to my email box and I will respond very quickly. So I, I'd love to hear from you. And um, there, are, there are many products on the website that might target the particular need that you have. There's a, the uh, online relationship skills course that is called the Millionaire Marriage Club. And it's a full course. I've also broken it down into small mini courses that you can sign up for, or there's the books. Or you, you know, you can see what you might like to do as far as a coaching package with me.